Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on policesciencedoctor.com. Hello everyone, this is Suzanne Knabernickel from Police Science Doctor. Um, everything is a little bit later today. My email was only just sent out. Um, it's all a bit disorganized. I was teaching all day yesterday and today and tomorrow I'm doing a um, full day's course at the College of Policing here in England on how to become a facilitator of an Hydra immersive learning suite. So that's quite interesting. So I'll be able to take my students through immersive learning exercises to experience critical incident decision making um, in real life, well, in real simulations with limited amounts of information available, lots of pressures coming in. So that's quite interesting. Um, quite quite excited to be able to offer that to our students on the criminology and policing degrees. So um, definitely worth it. But I'm in a hotel room um, and looking at a pretty nice view outside and everything has been a bit disorganized, hence the email coming out later. Um, but let's get right to it. So the snippets for this week, the first one is about expert credibility. People's ingrained views affect how they view an expert who makes statements going against those views, depending on how emotive the subject is. So obviously, we all have confirmation bias, and um, that is also the case with um, emotive subjects. Advocating rehabilitation for sex offenders rather than punitive measures reduces an expert's credibility compared to advocating similar measures for drunk drivers. So the only difference here being the offense that the offender committed, um, which is unfortunately something that might prevent perhaps some experts from speaking out about what evidence there is available about the um, effectiveness of certain measures taken. The second snippet for this week is about rel religiosity and criminal intentions. It was found that prisoners who have committed serious offenses display a negative correlation between religiosity and intention to drive drunk. This effect is the same between female and male offenders and also black or white individuals. So um, a point is, is quite interesting that, you know, somebody being religious has low intention to commit drunk driving, but obviously they looked at this one specific, specific offense would be good to find out if that um, affects their intention of committing offences across the board and also whether then they stick to that intention. But it's a good start. And the third snippet for this week is about um, predictive, predictive profiling software. So does predictive profiling software work globally? Professional predictive profiling software produced by a developed country and then tested in Uruguay did not outperform local police analysts. A specially trained task force that was then sent to these crime hotspots identified by the software outperformed the status quo officers sent to patrol in the identified area. So there's two interesting findings in there. And actually that study consisted of two, or there were two studies in this paper. The first one was about the software that was developed in, I think the USA um, was tried in Uruguay in South America. And it was found that it doesn't actually have any advantage over the analysts they use locally, who obviously are um, a low investment because they're already on the staff role, on the payroll. Um, and the other part found out that if you've got a, a, specialist, a specialist task force who are trained in patrolling hotspots areas, they are more effective at reducing crime in those hotspots than the normal patrol officers there. So that's quite interesting. Um, so as I didn't mention it in the beginning, the purpose of Police Science Doctor is to bring research findings to you that are relevant to your role. 
you won't have something relevant in each week's perhaps um, each week snippets perhaps because there are so many different roles you guys cover but there are three different ones every week and this is week 150 so hopefully you'll be able to find something in all the previous ones you can access the entire back catalog on as a pdf um, on the read page of the police science doctor website if you join the free police science doctor email list which you can do at any time just google police science go to police science doctor and just enter your details into the form that pops up there i've got lots of law enforcement practitioners on there and um what was the other thing i was going to say so you've got the website you've got the and you've got the back catalog of all all the ones that we've got on there and um Oh yeah, and then when you're on the on the on the email list, a little bit is organized now. You get these snippets emailed to your inbox every Tuesday. So you have the um, link to the original research there. You can then follow up with that research if you want, and if you can, um, whether you're able to access the whole article is unfortunately beyond my control. It's down to the publishing um, organization of that journal on whether your organization perhaps has a subscription to that journal. But I um. Oh, and I forgot to show you the button. I'm really disorganized today. But um, I hope that you find something useful in as many weeks as possible and go through the other ones. Just browse through the back catalog and look at for any research that is relevant to you. And until then, when I'm a little bit more organized, perhaps next week, um, I bid you adieu and I'll see you after that. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this content useful. You can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points, timestamps, and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list. Just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address, and the type of organization you work for. You will not get any spam. This is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts.